Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Connectivity Podcast. We're here to educate, entertain, and inform. So tune in as we have conversations with various business owners, athletes, influencers, you name it. Our goal is to provide our listeners with as much value as possible, so we really hope you enjoy your experience as you listen. All right, so I'm here today with the queen of fashion herself, the queen of everything beauty and, and styling at Queen's Playground. Hi. How are you doing Thank today? You. No problem. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for inviting me over and yeah, doing this podcast. This is amazing. Of course, of course. Anytime. Glad to have you on board. So why don't we get right into it? Why don't you let the audience know a little bit about yourself, how you got involved in this industry? Um, so I basically started my fashion blog as mainly a coping mechanism for my current job now. I work in mental health and um, I just found that I kept, kept taking my work home with me and I just had nothing else to kind of distract me from what it is I had going on. So Queen's Playground was kind of born from that and it mostly focuses on fashion, beauty, and lifestyle. Um, the beauty part is still kind of in the works, but right now it's fashion and lifestyle and for the lifestyle part, the way I wanted to make it different was put the main focus on mental health in our daily lives and also just tie that to all three, which is fashion and beauty and how they all tie together and how important they are to each other and how they influence each other. And um, yeah, so I really want people to understand the, the importance of mental health and fashion and even for me, how it ties everything together for me. So that's where I was born from and it has been a great coping mechanism ever since I can't just go back now it's just now it's just build 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 until you know I can influence as many people as I can basically so, so did you did you not expect to get to the level that you are right now I really did not because I was so scared to even start it and I was terrified because I'm like, okay, but what if people don't like it? What if people don't like what I have to say about mental health? Because mental health is not, you know, it's not a general thing for just everyone, you know? Yeah. And I was so scared. And my family ended up giving me a DSLR camera for Christmas. And they're like, yo, you've been talking about this for a long time. Just do it. Just uh-huh. do it. So then I had to start it too because I was like, well, you guys bought me a camera. So <laughs> like... I can't go back now. So, yeah, so that's like also where it also started because I was just like so chicken, I was so scared, but that pushed me to kind of actually do it. Yeah. So do you feel any any kind of pressure now as as an influencer? Um, yeah, the pressure is definitely different now than before because people's expectation just kind of continues to kind of increase and it's not a bad thing because as you kind of grow and you know what you represent to people changes the quality of your content changes people expect more right so it does kind of it it is a little bit scarier now and especially now with the whole COVID-19 issue it's even trickier so yeah (laughs) yeah. for sure I bet I bet so speaking of the COVID-19 situation let's talk about how that's affected you personally and also Mm -hmm. how that's affected your business and your brand and things you're doing to adapt yeah so for for the whole thing with COVID it did even affect 
um, my job outside of blogging because, you know, I deal with people with, who deal with um, severe mental health issues. So being stuck inside already is a lot for all of us. So for them, it's even more because sometimes there's not that understanding of why we have to stay inside. And then when it comes to blogging where it's like, okay, I need relief. I want to create content, but there's a whole thing with social distancing where we can't, I can't have, you know, the normal people that take my pictures, help me take it. And then there comes the fear of like posting and people being like, we don't want to see this right now. Like you should be talking to us about outfits right now because we are going through it. I'm like, yo, this is not what I'm trying to do, but you know, I still have to continue, but I'm always so, I was scared to post up, up until this week actually, because I'm like, I don't want to be dragged because it's not like I don't care. We're all getting affected. But at the end of the day, do you not want to see something other than, you know, topics about COVID on your timeline? Because for me, that kind of stuff gives me anxiety. Yeah. Where every time I log into like social media, it's COVID, COVID, COVID. I get it, but it's like, don't you want to see something other than that to just distract you from the issue? Yeah, for so sure. So it's been very tricky and it has affected, you know, stuff like my following. And like I have people asking me to like for like certain kind of content. And I do get anxious because I'm like, I want to, but you know, at the end of the day, I just with the way cancel culture is nowadays, you know, all of a sudden someone's gonna bring up my tweets when I'm talking about, ah, I don't wanna do this fashion anymore. And all of a sudden I've been dragged, you know? Like, for sure, for sure. But there's just so much, so many different factors like going into it that it has affected that. And right now, a lot of companies are pulling back from collaborations and stuff because everybody's getting affected. Yeah. So it's just, it's kind of tricky in that sense where even though I'm reaching out for collaborations, it, there's no really reply back because it's so uncertain right now. And, you know, people aren't really spending money the way they used to. So it's like, yeah, I can influence you to buy this stuff, but, she, you know, I kind of feel bad about that. And that's another thing I feel bad, like being like, oh, this is on sale, you know, you know, this is how you could look, you know, but really you have better things to spend your money on, you know, but I do understand it's people's choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. Re retail so. therapy is a real thing too. So it really is. <laughs> Yo, don't even ask me how much I'm spending this quarantine because <laughs> we won't get into that. It's all good. <laughs> so it's a lot, but so, so let's talk about some of your original inspirations. Who, mm -hmm. uh, who did you look up to? in order to get started in this industry? Um, my two major fashion influences, Rihanna and um, Janelle Monet. Rihanna, everybody knows why Rihanna is a fashion influence. Like if you don't like, you need to fight at this point because it doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. But Janelle Monet, especially because it, she, she sticks to a lot of black and white, which is one thing I've always loved. And it's one thing to stick to one color scheme your entire career, but it just, it never gets boring. She always finds a way to kind of like recreate it where it's like, yeah, you're just wearing black and white, but goddamn, like, I wish I could pull that off. Yeah. But, you know, she, for me, she's just very creative with the way she like presents things and just her sense of style is just like amazing to me. But Rihanna is definitely my number one because- Can't, yeah. can't argue with that. Yeah, can't afford Fenty, but I can admire it, so. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So you, you talked a little bit earlier about how it was tough for you to get started 
and then your mm -hmm. family bought you the DSL camera and that kind of gave you a push to get started. I was just yeah. wondering if you had any advice for any women out there who are in a similar situation as you were and mm -hmm. don't know, you know, which direction to go or just can't find the motivation to get started. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say is figure out what your style is first, because the one that was one thing that was kind of like tricky um, getting started because it's like, I don't want to be copying anyone else's style and like trying to recreate someone else's thing. I just want to do what feels authentic to me because the one thing people can always tell is when you're being authentic and they will call you out for it, you know? So the one thing is just like, figure out what your style is, stay authentic to that. And no matter what, just kind of do what you can to be consistent with, with your content. Um, for me, the one thing I do regret was how hard I was on myself with my content being like, it's not good enough. It doesn't, it doesn't match what else I'm seeing. It's not good enough. It's not good enough, but really, and everyone else was like, this is good. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. So we, it's easy to talk yourself out of it when you're getting started because you don't see that it matches up to other people's content. But you, you forget, we forget that people started off there. Yeah. They started off there and they built it up. You know what I mean? So you just have to just get started, pull, do what you can to get started. Don't be afraid. And the one thing I, the one advice I also want to give people is while getting started, um, it can be easy for people to put a price on your content. And a lot of companies can put a price on your content, but if it doesn't feel authentic, authentic to you, then don't do it. You know what I mean? Make sure you're promoting things that actually represent your brand and you're not just doing it for the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's easy for companies to be like, I'll give you $50. Even when I got started, I didn't have a lot, like a lot of followers and companies were like, I'll give you $50 to, to um, advertise this. And I'm like, Oh, you know, they already paid me and I don't even have a lot of followers. Right. And you, for me, I always research the company. So then you go research the company and you see what they represent. It's not anything good, which is why they're so quick to pay you for it. Right. Exactly. So always do your fact check, always check and make sure you know, who you're working with, no matter how small you think you are, your influence still matters, which is why companies reach out to a lot of influencers. So that's the advice that I want to give people. Don't be afraid to just get started. Don't be afraid of what your, you think your content quality is like, just put it out there and then watch people's feedback from that and then grow from that. But that doesn't mean you have to take uh, rude criticism. Okay. But, you know, just take advice from, you know, people's content and watch how you could be better and go from there. And don't let anyone put a price on your content and your creativity and your work. Don't let anyone put a price on that. You, it's your platform. That's the one thing people forget, especially as they get bigger. It's your, it's still your platform and you're responsible for whatever you put on there. So. No, that, that's some great advice. Lots of golden nuggets yeah. in there. One of my favorite quotes is only compare yourself to who you used to be, right? If you're always comparing yourself to other people, you're yeah. never going to be satisfied with the results. Mm -hmm. But you have a great, great sense of fashion. I love your page. Thanks, Dennis. Yeah, love, love the outfits. Um, so what, what does fashion mean to you or how would you define good fashion, good quality fashion? Right, because, or is that something that you just have an eye for? 
Um, I feel like it's a bit of both. Um, it's something a lot of the time, like it's something that comes naturally for like a lot of people. I would say everyone, because a lot of times people know their own style. You know what I mean? Sometimes it gets a little thrown off when they see how other people represent themselves and like nice clothes and all that stuff. But for me, fashion is, is a, an extension of us because at the end of the day, you know, how we represent ourselves to people when we first meet them they're not going to talk about oh wow your heart looks nice you know <laughs> they're, they're going to be like wow oh like nice outfit or you know yeah. what i mean yeah, it's sure. a representation of ourselves first to people you know what i mean yeah. but fashion means so much more than that and which is one thing i always try to let people know is fashion is part of mental health it's a huge part of mental health you know what i mean you know, fat, putting on clothes can represent so many different things in our lives. You're feeling depressed. You know, you finally decide this is a day, okay, I'm going to get out of bed today. And you put on your favorite outfit and you start feeling good. You put on makeup and you start, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's a start of, of um, change for a lot of people. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a whole lot more than just clothes. That's the one thing that I want people to kind of take from that too. It's it's a lot more than clothes. It's a representation of who we are to the world before we even let our personality speak, you know? I 100% agree with you. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty in the air right now. And mm -hmm. I know it's affecting a lot of people. Just wondering if you have any tips or advice for people to help keep their mental health in check during these times. Yeah. Um, the one thing I even wanted to do around this time was just give some tips and tricks, but it's something that is very, um, it's not something that applies to everybody. You know what I mean? Some people have really great support system and don't, it doesn't apply to them. And some people don't, but it's still, you know, it still doesn't apply. It's kind of like a tricky mid, um, midpoint, but the one thing that, I always do is I'm someone that likes to talk through things. So for me, I have counsel, I have a counselor. And right now, the one thing I had also um, advertised on my page is something called Alpod. And there are doctors who specialize in mental health for the Calgary and Alberta area. Um, I've shown it a couple of times. Um, basically it's a free service so if you have your alberta help card it's free for you so i've been advertising that people like for me i've been using it because you know it helps me to kind of talk through and talk out my anxiety basically yeah. so that's one thing that i would recommend to people like just look for free services in your area sometimes you just need someone to listen and that's all it takes you know what i mean you just need someone to listen take a deep breath for me i when I start feeling anxious and I don't know where it's coming from, I take deep breaths and I go for a walk. Right now, the weather is very nice. A little bit of sunshine always helps. Um, you go for a walk, take in some fresh air and just, you know, let your mind rest a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, I have a great support system. So talking to your family, talking to your friends, you know, letting each other know that you're not alone in this. And I know not everyone has that, but there's so many different ways to get that support. And like I said, Alpod is one of them to like be able to go talk to a counselor or a therapist. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's always nice to just kind of 
do stuff like that because you also get an objective opinion. So with all the anxiety and uncertainty, uncertainty in the air, it's good for people to take on those kind of services yeah. because I can tell you what I do to resolve my anxiety, but that may not help you. You know yeah. what I mean? So taking like searching out free services in your area is one one of the best ways to kind of get things started to help you yeah. you out you know yeah, that's that's awesome i didn't even know that service existed but yeah yeah it's really good it, and the appointments are very fast you can have weekly appointments you can have have it as many times in a week as you want it's really good and there's multiple doctors that do it so they're on call and then they match you with who best fits your like personality or issue so that's really good yeah you had and me it, you had me at free so I, yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah like about it. the one thing i appreciate about canada is the free healthcare because i was like how am i gonna afford this like every week like yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so that's, it's free. that's amazing that they have that set up and running yeah help. yeah it's really good it's really really good so. Yeah, so so coming back to the fashion aspect um mm -hmm. what what are your thoughts on calgary's current fashion scene um, I do like Calgary's current fashion scene. I do feel like a lot, depending on what your style is, yeah. you know, there's not, it seems like there's not much of an appreciation for street style here in Calgary. Um, that is one thing that I've noticed and I wish that it was way more acknowledged because Picking it doesn't make moment. any sense. Yeah. Like, um, Jamal, for example, like, I'm just like, how is this not more appreciated? There's so much, you can just see from the work, like the pictures is so much work put into it and stuff, but that kind of stuff isn't appreciated. You can tell which style represents Calgary and that's not a bad thing, you know what I mean? But I, I do wish that there was a bit more like openness and you know acceptance with a lot of the different styles in Calgary. It just seems to be a lot more like contemporary and like high end. Yeah. Um, which for a while there, I didn't feel like I kind of fit into that because I was like affordable fashion, discounts, discounts, discounts. You do not need to buy a white t-shirt for $500. You know what I mean? You can get it for $10 and still be Gucci, you know? So, you know, I do love Calgary fashion, but over the years, just kind of watching it and seeing representation, it, it's, it's a bit hard to find representation for myself and just like me as a person and my style, it's hard for me to find representation sometimes here in Calgary. I normally find it outside of Calgary. Yeah. Ironically, a lot of Toronto fashion bloggers actually. So you um, know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> I yeah. see fair enough. But I mean that's why I love pages like yours, like mm -hmm. Jimmy the Sweet. Just yeah, Jimmy the Sweet, yeah. Yeah, just add something different. Yeah. Unique, give you gives you a different perspective on what you could be wearing. Mm hmm yeah so it's just like that the one thing that um that does piss me off it really does like with Jimmy's page it's just like man you just you see it and you're just like man there's so much work put into it you just you see the quality and that's the kind of stuff that really irritates me you see the quality but it's just like how is there not much of an appreciate you know what I mean yeah. so it I hate when I see that and then I mean, I do understand that everyone's style is different, but then you see, like, I wouldn't say mediocre, but you see certain things that you're just like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. This is what, what y'all love. I. So do you think, 
do you think that can change? Do you think it's possible to change that or is Calgary stuck in its ways? I do think there is a chance to kind of change that, but I do also think that there is a fear for change. Um, there, it, there's Calgary's so used to like what they know and, you know, we live in a very rich city that's rich. Yeah, we, we live in a rich city. So, you know, it's very clear and that's not a bad thing. It really is not. But I do think there will be some sort of change, but um, there's not really a lot of representation with even minorities for in the fashion scene at all. I don't, I haven't really seen it too much. And when I do, I'm so happy to see the one person. I'm just like, yo, let, like, let's talk, you yeah, know? Yeah. But other than that, it's, there's not really, I don't really find much of a, um, inspiration and representation with like minorities here yeah. in the fashion industry. So let's dive into that a little bit. Do you think it's more of an uphill challenge for yourself being in? Uh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It really is. And for a while there, I kind of had to take a step back because the, the thing that was kind of the, the message was kind of coming across was that, okay, yeah, we, we want minorities in here, but, one person so you know, there was uh, for some odd reason they were like making me the token person I was like yo I don't want that there's more of us there's you can pick at least four or five you know what I mean I don't want to be the token person that represents everybody because then they all have their different styles everybody has their own thing and I want all of us to succeed instead of you then putting me in on that I would say even almost pedestal and then I start like kind of looking crazy to my people, where, whereas I didn't ask for that, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So they, they, they can be very slick with that, where they put you as the one um, representation of, of all minorities. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't work like that. And I do feel like I, I do have to work harder than, you know, my fellow bloggers a lot of the time, because it's just, as much as people don't like to admit it, there is there is a challenge with privilege and it is what it is, you know what I mean? If it means I have to work harder then I work harder, but at the end of the day, the one thing I do like is that regardless of the fact that I know that I I do have it a bit more challenging, I will always have support from my, from my community and vice versa. So for me, that's, that's enough because yeah. at the end of the day, like <laughs> there's a lot of us, so. <laughs> well you know you'll always have my support i got you yeah for sure um, yeah thank thanks a lot for for coming on just wondering yeah. if you have some parting words of encouragement to uplift people's spirits a little bit anything you want to share with the city yeah um for me for me i saw news today that things might be going back to normal in may like we may be allowed outside in may so I want to say, like, we just have to kind of stay strong and stay responsible because at the end of the day, it's not just about being quarantined and being stuck inside. It's a lot more than that. You know what I mean? If we, if we want to be so quick to go back to our regular lifestyle, we also have to know that that comes with consequences, especially with everything going on right now. Um, it's always, regardless of if you think your platform doesn't represent anything at all, or like if you don't have to be a, a blogger or whatever to have a platform that would represent something. If you have Instagram, Facebook, whatever, it's also your job to let people know to kind of stay safe and be responsible at a time like this, because 
you know, we all have to do it together. I want to see my friends and family just as much as everybody, but we all have to be responsible in a time like this and stay safe. You know, we're all going to be outside soon. We're going to have one month of summer, but that's yeah. still enough. <laughs> that's still good. Like Calgary anyways. You know? <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> so, so we'll on this. So I want you to tell me one purchase that you've made over the past year under dollars mm. that's affected your life in a positive way. I know it sounds random and weird, but vitamins. I do not have a good immune system. <laughs> so I bought vitamins, everything from fish oil, vitamin D, calcium, everything. I should not be having knee pain at 26, but I do. So I've been taking all those vitamins and it's actually made a huge difference in my health and everything. I'm still not going to go outside, but you know, it's still made a big difference for me. So Sure. I feel like that's something everyone should kind of incorporate into their lifestyle now, especially with everything going on. Definitely. And vitamins are not, I mean, depending on the one that you want, they're not really expensive. You know, we can always yeah. just like be willing to do that for ourselves and, you know, treat our bodies like nicer. So yeah. Yeah. that's awesome. a purchase. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you for the no time. No problem. Thanks, Dennis. Check her out on Instagram at Queens Playground. Yeah. www.queensplayground.com. Yes, sir. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks, Dennis.